Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and small animals, welcome to Merv Hughes Fishing, the podcast, episode 7 for 2019. Merv and Gregory Hughes. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Mrs. Icon of Australian sport and fishing and mustaches. And he's very good, mate, and sidekick. And a second I banana. I go that far. <laughs> Just okay. a plus one. Okay. B2. <laughs> Labra. He's Labra. B2, I call yeah. him. Gopher. Uh, well, there's no anyone watch, anyone watch the love shack? Like, uh, the love boat? Yeah, yeah, Gopher. I remember Gopher. Yeah. 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 He actually looks a bit like Gopher. King Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. No, Squiz, get him. Squizzy tail. How are you, mate? Good I'm to good see good you. Good to be now, with you, man. We're, we're having a talk for um, a bloke from uh, your part of the world. Like you spent a fair bit of time up at Darwin. Yeah, killer. And today we're going to have a talk to Chris Killian, who's part of the water police in Darwin. They've got a big campaign, yes. um, rather than a promotion, a big campaign towards Easter um, to get people prepared for fishing at Easter and being on the water uh, around Easter and just ongoing because they, they have a lot of trouble up there and we'll talk to Killer about that a bit later on. Um, and you mentioned it's your neck of the woods. Uh, very, very good bloke, Killer. And he's also a very, very good cricketer, baseballer, represented the, the Northern cricketer. Territory. Played and, with um, him at the Tars. Yeah, you, you did play with him at the Tars too, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Tars, and good footballer. 1985. All around good bloke and he's a copper and he's my best mate. All right. <laughs> and you know why he's Squizzy's best mate? Because he hasn't arrested him. No, because <laughs> no. Killer hasn't shot him yet. <laughs> And when I talk to when I talk to Killer about it, I don't think it's that far away. To be honest, Kevin, we love you. No, he's a, he's a ribbon bloke, he's so I'm uh, just going to get an insight. And if you go up to, uh, if you're going up to Northern Territory or you're in the Northern Territory and you're going out in the water, uh, just make sure you've got the minimal safety requirements, and that's that's all you need apart from a boat to get okay. on the water up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about fishing in the Northern Territory. A little bit of background to, to you know what what is available up there. Is everything that you could possibly think of, and even some exotic stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Killer will probably talk about where he's been, um, yep. and he'll he'll he, he fishes at some great spots, you know, especially up up near Gove and uh, and Arnhem. He'll he'll let you know. Yeah. Um, uh, daily, we love the daily. Love Shady. I mean, there's so many nice shady spots there. But see, we like doing the crab. We love the crabbing too. I, crabbing's probably my favourite. So, what do you catch? What 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 are the fish that you? Well, catch when you up go there? crabbing, you get crabs. Crabs? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. And then or, or squizzy, night clubbing. Then squeezing. <laughs> Then Squeezy gets down to the chemist and gets you one, man. They just disappear. Bagon's a treat. Oh, Bagon's a treat. But of everything up there, um, bank fishing and, and uh, kayak fishing, would you recommend that? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, my balance isn't that good, so kayak fishing would be probably out for me. But uh, Kayak fishing you, in the you, daily? Would oh, you jump in a kayak we, on the daily? Well, you'd look like a popper, wouldn't you? Just skimming oh. across the top. I, I wouldn't do it, no. Wouldn't little, you look like little, an entree? Like, yeah, oh. no, four, <laughs> but they four do metre, they four do metre croc. Might no. it might confuse you with a two metre female yeah. croc, and but even some of the grey nomads that are in eleven footers, yeah. you know, even they, they get they get oh, real no. small real quick when you've got a when you've got a four and a half metre up the bank, which yeah. we had last year, yeah. and that was a bank that we pulled up and changed the prop on, yeah, you know, and next minute we come around the corner. Sorry, and, you had a four and a half metre crocodile on the sandbank that you were on. It's on Merv's Curve. That's part of the river. We call it Merv's Curve. We, we fish here a lot. So what? Sorry, the croc was sitting there sunning yeah. itself, like just yeah, sits there. Yeah, we were, there was one open mouth. Yeah. Teeth hanging out, yeah. and you know, you know why they do that? Because they're letting you know they might. Bite no, no, because they can. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're not scared of nothing except bigger yeah. crocs. I think it was about two years ago we changed Dave Silver's prop on that bank, yeah. right where that croc was. We come around the corner, and here it is—a big bugger, like, like oh. angry. Well, it wasn't angry. It was sunning itself, but well, it could I, get angry. Yeah. I wouldn't be hanging around mouth, to find out their disposition. Mm. Mouthful teeth and a bad attitude, crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they're you. They're the freshwater version of sharks. Yeah. Oh, the freshwater yeah. version oh, of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. saltwater <laughs> version too. No, you can have them. Uh, okay, so there, there is obviously some some elements of danger to take Absolutely. into Absolutely. And when you get back to so our table fish up there is probably golden snapper, which okay. is a, a gold spot, gold spot snapper, thread which fin? is a beautiful – threadfin is a beautiful eating fish, you know, a bit, bit harder to catch. 
But the, you know, the table fish is probably the the golden snapper or the dewy. Mate, they're spoiled for choice up there. We are spoiled, yeah. So you, you get a bar of money, a bit blase about it. Um, get a threadfin salmon. He goes off. Um, oh yeah, I love him. Finger mark. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, threadies, they're beautiful eating. But so, oh, so, salt water, salt water bar of money. But any, too, you know, we, but the other thing spoiled. too, any any fresh fish. Absolutely. So if you go out. Coral Absolutely. Trail. Oh, oh, mate. I would know Red what Emperor. Emperor. It looks you like. know what's interesting? You, you can say, we, we, we. How long did it take you to become a local in the Northern Territory? Is that this? 20, no, 10 years is the rule. You meant yeah. to do 10 years and, you, and you, get, you get your badge. Yeah. So I think I've been up there 23 now. Okay. So you get your badge after 10. But uh, yeah, we, we, some of the crocodile stories that you hear, Kill will probably tell us a couple, but yep. amazing. Some, some of the near misses, the, everyone's got one. Everybody's got one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what, what's the, what's try, the biggest Kevin, mistake idiots Kevin? like me who drive up there or fly up there? Go for a swim. Is it's that hot. the biggest mistake? You've... Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Go well, for I'll a do. Swim. It's hot. I'll go for a swim yeah. right next to a sign where it says crocodiles oh, danger. Yeah. Well, you know, no you know what the saying is, don't you? You know what the saying is up there with crocs. You check your bath water. Yeah. <laughs> no. Run a bath. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I said to Squeeze one day. Oh. We're going. We're going out to uh, Kakadu on a, on a trip. I said, "What about swimming out there?" He said, "Mate, if I'm out there, if I run a bath, I check the water before I get mm. in. They are everywhere. Yeah, they are. Okay, they are. Yeah. Right. but they're they're one of those creatures that they they create a lot of panic and a lot of fear. But if you respect them and respect their space and you're sensible about it, there's not a problem. We no, we true. haven't had any issues. Never. In, Never, have we? And all, and all we do up and down the river, it's just about taking your time. If you go like a bat out of hell, more chance of, of hitting a log, hitting a rock, going up the bank, um, getting in another boat wash, and, and you're in a little bit of trouble. But just yeah. take your time. Just enjoy the surroundings like our fishing partner. Terry Ryan, Terry Ryan. He, he just he, loves he, it. He just enjoys he it, sits just, back and does bugger just, all. Yeah, yeah. Just but if you want to know it. where every rock and, and log is in the Daily River, yeah. ask me because I've hit every one of them. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Yeah. But no, <laughs> I know where every one of the bloody things is. It's a great part of the world. <laughs> but it'd be like it'd be like fishing for, for salmon off um, off Seal Rock and going for a swim in a, in a black wetsuit. Yeah. And yeah. and thinking that white pointers won't mistake you for a seal. Yeah. It's amazing when you do go down the rivers. It's quite exciting to see big crocs on the bank and in the, in the water, in their own habitat. Yep. It, it doesn't really scare you. It might scare you later on at night when you get to have a bit of a sleep and a few beers if you've done something stupid. But if you don't do anything silly, I'll tell you it's what, really nice. Do you kind of I, feel like you're on a Disneyland ride when you're doing that? Do, like you're in Wonderland, like you're in Frontierland or something? I wouldn't say Wonderland. Yeah, no, we're not. Frontierland. Fits <laughs> 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 so many beers you've had. Um, yeah, some look sometimes, but it's it's an amazing part of the world. Yeah, and some, yeah. some of these creeks that you go down and and, and like we've we've seen you know, mum pigs on the on the sandbar with little piglets looking for remember, remember looking for right. a place to swim across, and they're looking out and next minute they're all swimming across the river and just waiting for a croc to take them. Oh. But, but they get they get through, they get through. Yeah, cool. yeah, we, okay, we see the buffalo down there, don't we? Yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah. amazing oh, mate, it's, it's an amazing place, but. Respect the waterway and respect co- crocodiles, and you won't have too much. Well, you won't have any dramas. And a bit of respect for the police because they're coming yes. up next. Chris Killian's going to join us. Yes, from the Northern Territory Water Police is next here on Merv Hughes Fishing the Podcast. Merv Hughes fishing the podcast, and it was only a matter of time before we had to call the police. And we have uh, Chris Killian from the Northern Territory Police on the Water Police. Water Police, even. Hello, Chris. Yeah, g'day, Kevin. Hey, Christopher, how are you? Um, Mate, just a a quick one. Obviously, did you go, my memory serves me correct, you went from the police to the Water Police? Yeah, it's the same operation in the Northern Territory, Merv. The um, police are responsible for the police and the fisheries and water safety and that sort of stuff. 
Okay, so do, do you do you do you put your hand up for that, or did you get shifted across? Generally, you got to wait till someone dies, and, and you got to <laughs> <laughs> perform perform some acts of deviance. But generally, I was pretty lucky; I got a job. You got that down, Pat, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, the the things that you you must see up there on the water in the Northern Territory uh, has got to be interesting because uh, we we've been discussing sort of leading up to the show um, the the requirements. To, to have a boat on the water in, in the Northern Territory. You don't need a licence. There's no age requirements. Um, there's no .05. Is that right on the water? There's no .0 anything on the so, water. So you can drink drink and smoke <laughs> for that matter what you like. <laughs> um, but the regulations that you do have, you must have safety equipment on the boat. Is that right? Yeah. there's no, there's no add, to, add to the list you were making of the – no drinking, no smoke, uh, smoking, drinking, no licences, no fishing licences, no registration of vessels, recreational vessels. Um, makes it a little bit curious sometimes when you've got to do a follow-up on a, on the uh, we'll Quintrex with, <laughs> with the blue canopy. But when, when you say smoking, what, what you know, you can have a smoke on a boat, surely to God. Oh, of course you can. But, yeah, um, tobacco. Oh, you're talking about um, the, the whoopee no, weed. Oh, right. Eh? Yeah, well, no <laughs> one's, we're not entitled to test people. Like you would in a vehicle. Oh, true. And so, cruise. There's no, there's no licences, so you don't endanger your driver's licence like you do in other states as well. So, so in Victoria, in Victoria, you, you you drink and drive, drink and drive on a boat, you can lose your car licence, yes. right? And and what other That's states correct. is that? Northern, New South Wales. Yeah. Queensland, I think. I don't, I don't think. Well. I don't think Queensland have boat licences, do no, they? Don't. They have registered boats, but not boat licences. Yeah, we don't have them in the territory. Yeah. We don't even have registered boats. Yeah, registered well, trailers. Yeah, that's about it. That's what yeah. Chris was so, saying. Chris, what do the what does the water police police? Well, we do a range of options, a range of things there. It's mainly our priorities: uh, search and rescue coordination and yep. response. And uh, but there again, we've got a, a dive unit. We've also got um, the water water safety side of things with both marine and commercial activity and um, the recreational sector. And we. One of the things that the Water Police does in the Northern Territory is we police the fisheries, commercial and uh, amateur fisheries. Plenty of my bloody um, cherubim pots you got. Look, uh, there's probably a lot of crimes you've got away with squiz over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've just, they've just got you under surveillance. They've just got you under surveillance. They're waiting for you to get back to the territory. <laughs> so when, when you police, you go up, you check your boat. The thing that you check for is, and it's a minimum requirement, is the safety equipment on the boat. And some That's boats, right. by what you've been telling me, well, a lot of boats are up in the NT don't even worry about that. Yeah, it's a sad thing, but um, we're getting better. We, we're progressing it, and um, we're writing tickets out these days for, you know, $350 a pop for flares out of date or, you know, simple things like that, um, not carrying an EPIRB, and people get sent off the water that get a little bit cranky about, but well, such so is life. And, life, uh, life. We're making progress, but yeah, life, it's uh, life a jackets. way to go. Life jackets, well, torches, buckets. Well, do you remember the last trip we did? And um, a killer actually pulled us up and did a safety check on our boat. Yeah. And um, he said, "Get your life jackets out." And it took us about ten minutes to get them out because they were stuffed. They were <laughs> oh, stuffed that far. They were yeah, stuffed couldn't, that far. Couldn't get, couldn't get the hatch open. We yeah, we couldn't get and the hatch open. Killer's sitting there looking at us, yeah. and Killer's partners at the back of the boat just sort of looking into the heavens, thinking, what, "What chance are these muppets got?" <laughs> we, we had we had um, we had the we had the, uh, the life jackets yeah, yeah. We just couldn't so we, get the bloody things. We had all the safety oh, yeah. equipment, and and that's that's another thing. Have the have the safety equipment, <laughs> and probably have it accessible in, in case something goes oh, wrong, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> yeah. You're not the only Muppets in there. No. <laughs> you let us off with a warning. And I, and I dare say that 
Darwin, Northern Territory, um, across the board, is pretty relaxed. Out in the water, you, you, you blokes really don't want to stuff up anyone's day. So if they're reasonable, I'm tipping that you're going to be pretty reasonable too, aren't you? Yeah, that's the way we roll. Um, but um, there's a line, and you don't want to cross that. And uh, if you're taking your kids out in the water and you're not, you're taking responsibility for their life and other people in your boat, and uh, we expect you to be responsible yourself. Yeah. by taking that safety gear. It's a serious situation now. Talking about serious situations, and, and I know and understand that you've got a, a big push, a big campaign leading up to, to Easter, which is probably six weeks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, and come come Easter every year, everyone in the Northern Territory goes out fishing, and we've got probably the highest boat ownership um, in Australia by some margin. I think about every every fifth person owns a boat, a trailer boat. We would never know the exact numbers because they don't have to be registered, of course. But yeah. um, And every Easter we are in a, inundated with search and rescue operations because people just don't think ahead. They don't service their boats. They don't take out – they don't replace the old worn-out life jackets or the out-of-date flares and the like. The, you know, the, the battery in the torch has gone flat and the battery in the EPIRB has gone flat. And, yeah. But the big one, the big one's the fuel. You know, people – They've got a half a tank of fuel. It was good, good last time they used their boat six months ago. <laughs> it goes off, and well, it goes. It's not so much that it goes off these days. It's just it gets water in it. Because yeah. if you've got a half a tank of fuel, it's not pressed. It's not pressed up in that level of humidity and though that heat that we get up there, you get that expansion and uh, of fuel each each day, and it sucks in condensation, you know, humidity laden air. And before you know it, you've got a you've got a gut full of water in your fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you top that fuel up, you'll probably your engine will probably start up nicely. It'll run for half an hour, and then you you're in um, that creek we talk about. Ship creek. What do you think about uh, the licensing on the boats up there? I know it's a touchy touchy yeah. subject, but because um, I know I know a lot of our indigenous mates who work on the who, who live on the islands, and there's a lot of islands they use they use tinnies to travel to and fro and um and and you know go everywhere. It's their mode of transport. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, look, it's I'd probably getting into a political area here. I really shouldn't be commenting on. Oh, but okay, I, sorry, I think mate. there yeah. should be the simple solution. It'd be to just to bring in people's uh, trailer registration and make them put that on their boat. And mm. that would, uh, absolutely that would give us access to a database. It wouldn't create a new database. There wouldn't be any cost involved. But um, I'll leave that to these greater minds yeah. than mine, and they'll yeah. probably come up with a solution in time. So, so uh, just another question: If someone is, uh, you know, absolutely blind on a boat, you can't do yeah. anything. You can't do anything about it. I didn't know. Well, that. we don't we don't have powers to breath test people. We um, because so, there's no licences. Yes, yeah. but there's there's but, offences under the Marine Act. There is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my next you question. Could, you could perhaps defer to, mm-hmm. um, and that's inability to navigate. So if we can prove they have got no ability to navigate, now there's not a definition of navigation in the uh, legislation, but it's a fairly obvious thing. Oh, Essentially, if you run into someone, you run over someone. You smash into something. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. That's pretty good prima facie evidence that well, you. It's so know. dangerous in itself because people just don't know what side of the river. You know, you, you, you stay to the right. Some people don't know that. Yeah, they, they so, go to no, the they left. Do, they think they're yeah, driving some, the car, and that's the scariest thing. And the, and then if you both pull over the same side, you both pull over the same side. You know, you you're willing to boot it. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's a not a great situation, is it? But yeah. um, uh, fingers crossed, it hasn't presented too many times as a. Uh, a uh, great problem, but um, yeah. it's, it, it, but, it's a- but I reckon when it does, Chris, the emphasis is going to place be placed right on it. Now, with that, with Easter coming up, with the big campaign, if you haven't used your boat for a while, check your fuel. 
Um, check your check all your safety equipment and at, at least make sure that you've got the minimum requirement. The other thing too, I, I reckon, because it's so expansive, the land up there, is that when people go out, they can go out anywhere. So if you get a phone call, oh, my husband took the kids out fishing, oh, where'd they go? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, if you if 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 anyone in Northern Territory is listening, l- at least let someone know where you're going. So if something goes wrong, they've got a starting point. Yeah, good mm-hmm. idea. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard you talk about this before, Merv, and we and I couldn't be more happy to hear you reiterate the message. Um, it's really essential. Just a suggestion, Chris. Why doesn't yeah. someone set up a Facebook page and you just log into the Facebook page? Call it NT fishing or whatever, or you know, east of east of, NT east of fishing, and log in and you go, Squizzy Taylor here. I've uh, I've gone to more. I've gone off the you know the a lot of a lot of people in Darwin don't want to be traced, Kevin. Oh, okay. Who's Squizzy Taylor? They're hiding from the law <laughs> in the first place. Now, um, the boating, uh, as important as the boating is, and the safety of boating, and uh, the the consideration for other people on the water. Um, now, I've been looking at a few photos that you've sent me over the last couple of weeks, Chris, and, and I want to have a talk to you about a situation you found yourself in a couple of years ago. You were you and two mates, I reckon, um, wading through a billabong. Uh, now, if you're in a billabong in Melbourne, in New South Wales, like, you know, through South Australia, maybe Tasmania, not as creepy as a billabong in Darwin. And to add to that, there was a croc trap there. And standing on a croc trap was a bloke with a rifle. Now, a couple of questions. What were you looking for in that instance? And and how's your freck hole going into a billabong like that? Well, uh, I'll answer the first one. We were looking for a um, what we suspected was a, a body that had been disposed from a murder. Yeah. Um, that was part of my role as a police diver. And to the second question, well... Uh, let's. It was a good day to be wearing the brown undies, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Because it, it's it's got to be nerve wracking going into a billabong where there's a croc trap. Now, I, I reckon there's a lot of people would would <laughs> jump on the con, uh, croc track, jump off it, and do a double somersault and think, "Gee, this thing's handy to stand on." Not allowed to do that. Uh, no, no, not allowed to do that anymore. Oh, <laughs> no, that's illegal. But, that's but illegal there's, now. But yep. there's a lot of people that would think that and see a croc trap and just not not give it a second thought. But you blokes are going into the water. What what's going through your mind when you're wading like from ankle deep to knee deep to to hip deep? Oh, it's a family show. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm having those thoughts. There's no doubt about that. But sometimes the job's got to be done. You do the job. Was that the Adelaide River killer? Was it was that the Adelaide River one? Uh, no, this one was a rural billabong. Um, oh, okay. But the the really nasty thing about those billabongs is. Once you're in the water, you can't you see. You can't see. There's nothing. You can't see. You watch it. You press it to your face. So you're just feeling, yeah. and that's the oh. world of police diver. <laughs> police divers do this everywhere. Oh. They just you generally can't see anything. You just have to feel your way around. And oh, imagine that, mate! Just... I, I got to tell you what you you got to have a, a lot of faith and trust in the bloke on the croc trap with the rifle, don't you? Well, what's he going to shoot? He's you not for shooting nothing. the croc. He's there, he's there to put me out of my misery. <laughs> is, is that is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that fair? Come on, on. Are you, 
<laughs> Mate, what's he say? A bit of a splash in the water and he just pops up a couple of shots, hope he hits something. Well, it's too late by the, by the time <laughs> oh, the splash is in the water. Oh, but I, I remember that photo because Killer's got a lump on yeah. each, a lump on each shoulder. His left testicle and his right <laughs> testicle. I remember the photo. <laughs> no, mate, mate uh, I'm hearing you. The water, the, water, the water wasn't that cold, Squeeze. No, but he was, oh, he was a bit nervous. Jeez, I'll tell you, Jeez. I saw that. Um, and the, the size of the croc, there was another croc that had, had taken a fisherman and that had to be um, destroyed or put down, whatever you want to call it. How, how big was that croc? Because that looked to be a fair size. That was a big croc. That was one of the feature crocs for the jumping crocodile cruises. It's a really sad one because yeah. um, that was quite a famous one. It had, it had been a dark-looking croc, and it had, over the few years it had turned white. So it, of course, got nicknamed Michael Jackson. Probably saw a bigger croc. And, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. It, it took a it took a um, Vietnamese fisherman who was on the on the shore, and um, as a result, um, yeah, we had to get. Oh, that's right. He, he walked it, in to get his lure back, didn't he? He didn't go that's too far correct, in. Yes. He just walked in to get his lure back that was caught up on a snag. Uh, how much, is it, how much does lure cost? Oh, 15 bucks. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. 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 But this is a good one. It was a Reedy's. It was a good one. Can I say on a serious note too, if you're fishing in the Northern Territory and your lure gets stuck on a snag, they're 15 bucks and they still make them. <laughs> oh, you don't mind getting them back. Oh, you don't mate. mind getting them I don't, back. I don't go waste deep in the water looking for them, Squeeze. No, no, neither do I. No, you can have hey, that. Uh, Although you sent me in. Chris, no. is, that, is that the Northern Territory version of helping police with their inquiries, is it? When you cut open oh, a croc. Yeah, look, <laughs> that was a sad one. Um, yeah, it's a terrible. spectacular photo, but uh, yeah, not a not a good day at work. Oh, it's a, oh my it's god, a yeah, bloody big croc! Mate, how, you, how long yeah. was that, Chris? Sorry, how about long four was... and a half meters. That one, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, as a subtext, we uh, um, fellas had put a round or two in this crocodile. We thought it was dead, so I came up alongside the crocodile and got the gen- you know, the gentleman is still in the mouth of the croc. And, oh, my God. And so I started to lift him into our boat and um, the croc moved. Oh! oh. oh here we go. It's getting even worse. I'm, I'm, Quick, I'm Tommy, tell- get over here and uh, uh, put another couple in him. I'm Tommy Nichols is a legend. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, te- I'm tipping there would have been a bit of movement from the foot of that. Jesus. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Goosebumps. Oh, goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. That's so that'd, that'd, be, that'd be a scarier story. What have you got? Because you'd have a few been on the water, mate, especially like around the daily and whatever. Uh, we're not scared of fish when we're around you guys. No, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. No, we won't get. You won't see any around us. Um, what about the croc stories, mate? I, I love the. I love a good croc story. Oh, uh, look. Um, read the anti news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. They sell yeah, about ten thousand more. I think we've uh, ridden this yeah. horse to the oh, yeah, no. the crap stories. But the thing about that too, and, and I suppose what we're alluding to, like, like we sit there and have a laugh about it, but the croc problem in the NT is very serious. And it's not so much the tourists that get themselves into trouble because, like, I know I go up there and any movement in water, mate, you, <laughs> you're just absolutely crapping yourself. Yeah. But it's – is it true that the the locals get a little bit blasé with them? I think everyone gets a bit blasé with them, but um, you true. just can't be careful enough. But um, I, I don't see it, I see it as a croc problem. I see it as a croc presence. You know, yeah. if you're careful, if you're sensible, you're there's no danger to anyone. Um, just don't get in the water and become part of the food chain. But it is blasé around like no, you around, a, around the boat ramps. We get a little bit blasé by putting the boats. And last year around the boat ramp at the Daily, there was a big bugger there. Remember, yeah. that? Remember that? It was just sitting on the sandbank. But because the boats go in and out, we thought, oh, we'll be right, we'll be right, we'll be right. No, you might no, have you thought just, that. Oh, yeah, but you're in the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
They kicked yeah, me out of the boat last, last, last year. Said we run up a buddy sandbar, him and JK get in the boat and said, you get out and push. Oh, oh good. Oh, yeah, no yeah. worries. Couldn't get a pin up my ass with a jacket, mate. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. That's not, that's not great. That's not, not a good situation, but as you say, you just got to be aware that there, there's a presence, um, and even if you can't see them, don't take it for granted that they're not there. Mm. Good no. advice, mate. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. the tree. Absolutely. Hey, Chris, is there somewhere where you can check if people are going uh, in the Northern Territory, going out fishing over the Easter break that's coming up? They can check what the minimum requirements are for safety? Yeah, look, um, the Marine Safety Branch uh, website has got a pretty easy um, list of safety gear you can access. Yep. Um, just Google it and uh, up you pop. I reckon most people that have it's- a boat know what they need. Just make sure that you check and, and you've got everything. Because you know sometimes you go out with a couple of mates on a boat and um, you've, you've got five life jackets there and then two decide to take life jackets with them. Next time you go out, you've got four people. You've only got three life jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure you've got enough life jackets to cover the people. Make sure you've got flares. Make sure you've got torches, buckets, because I think everyone hits the water with the sense that it's not going to happen to me. And when they, do, when they do get into trouble, all of a sudden it's just panic stations because they're not prepared for it. Mm. Enjoy well, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Safety gear isn't for the days when everything goes well. Yeah. Well, yeah it's that's not right. for that. That's right. Um, and the, when you touch on life jackets, appropriate life jackets. You know, life jackets are in good condition. Life jackets, if you, an adult-sized life jacket is no good for a kid that's, you know, seven yep. years old. You know, so it's um, – and we don't have the legislation that requires people to wear life jackets at all times. Yeah, but um, yeah, not even it's probably not a bad idea with kids. Yeah, yeah it's probably not a bad idea with kids. Yeah, geez, how would you be in the water up there in crock-infested waters? Your, your life, with a life jacket. Your, your life jacket's work, you're working beautifully. I reckon I'd be up the bank. <laughs> I reckon you'd. Uh, I reckon you'd I don't know. I don't think I'd be floating around for too long there, killer. Squeeze, you wouldn't even get wet if you found the water. Mate, he was a carpenter. Uh, don't and, worry about that. And ultimately, and ultimately, um, the people that get taken by crocs each year is less than people get uh, killed by bees every year. And falling coconuts. Yeah. Yeah. So put it, put it in perspective. They're there. Respect them. Be sensible. Uh, there's no need to fear them, as you say. Just be aware of their presence. Now, yep. tell, now tell me, Killer, have you been have you been wetting a line? Do you get a I chance? Have, do, you get uh, a chance a do you get a chance to have a fish while you're out on on, on the job? Not that often. It's pretty <laughs> rare. We, I take a rod everywhere. I'll be I'll openly admit that I take a rod with me, and um, if the opportunity presents after work, I'll get down there and have a flick. But not, not during lunch break. Yeah, my or job. Smoker. My job. Well, after work generally. Right, but have, my job like, takes me to the best, most iconic fishing spots in the territory, and um, uh, and I just get to watch people fish. <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty frustrating at times. Yeah, it's got to be frustrating. Um, now, Christopher, we see you on the on the Daly River. Um, what are the, the more scenic and the, probably the the more picturesque places you've been to? On the Daly? Or oh, the, no, just uh, anywhere in, in MT. Oh, it was in the Tiwi Islands. That uh, was beautiful up there. Oh, look, I it? lived on the Tiwis for oh, three years, beautiful. and I love the Tiwis. I love yeah. the people over there, and um, it's got some fantastic spots. Look, there's there's something everywhere, really. Yeah. Uh, Arnhem Land, yep. unfortunately, really isn't open for slather tourism, but there's some beautiful spots. But I've got to say my favourite spot is the Wessel Islands, um, places like Wiggle Island yeah, and yeah. Off Gove. You yeah. think... You think you're in paradise, you know, tropical paradise there. Oh, I love it. Magnificent. Groot Island is much the same. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Beautiful spot. Oh, that sounds great. Beautiful Good on spot. you, Chris. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having a chat to us. Thanks, guys. Mate, just a quick one. Yeah. Have, you, have you been to the Daily? Is there any water there? No, I was there two weeks ago and there was 29 people fishing the pipes at 7 a.m. when the, the sun came up. The Fish. pipes at the Bamboo Creek. 
it was shoulder to shoulder and they're all catching fish. That was just a little brief runoff period. So they've had some rain, and have they? Quite a number of meteries were being caught. Well, there hasn't been meteries. enough rain. Eh? Yeah, a lot of big meteries. A, a woman caught her very first barrel at 121 not oh, too long ago. I haven't, got, I haven't got one yet. I hate her. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. You no, haven't got a barrel? Can you, can no, you, no, I've got a barrel, not a meter. I've got, got to tell you, can you send us her name so we can just hate her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it appeared on Facebook. Oh, and she might, already get, she might have been already hated up. And that, yeah. was, that was off the bank, was it, Killer? Yeah, I believe yeah, so, yeah. Bamboo. Off bamboo. Beautiful. Yeah, so – so there's been fish caught, but it's uh, been a very poor wet season, and the water hasn't had the chance to push push up onto the under up onto the floodplains. Yep. So we're probably looking at uh, the, in about three years' time we'll have that that gap of this year's breeding yep. uh, missing out. So it probably won't affect this year or the next year or the next year after that. Yep. But um, yeah, there will be a hangover. Yep. Um, but. Barrow are prolific breeders, so they, they catch up. Good anyway, on you, Chris. Yeah. Appreciate your time, mate. Cheers. Cheers, Kevin. Good see on you, Killer. We'll see you up there, mate. Well, good to catch up uh, from your neck of the woods and some great stories there, and I'm never going near the joint in my life now. No, you'd love it. No, you'd love it. No, no you joking. can't be like that. No, I'm honestly, joking. you can't. But it is, no, it's got to be wise. No, it's got to be wise. I feel, I feel more comfortable about going there now because I, I'm not I'm not um, frightened. And that, if, As you said, if oh. you're treated with respect yeah. and you respect the environment and you no. go up there and just – it sounds well, a great place, Absolutely, actually. absolutely. <laughs> you've never been up there? No. Seriously? Uh, no, favorite. seriously, I haven't. So how, how far north of, like, have you been up past um, Broadmeadows? Uh, once <laughs> I went, went, yeah, and I was lost. Yeah, <laughs> I got to the Ford Motor Plant. Went, where am I? Yeah. Go back. Go back. No, I've oh, never I'm been there. Saying. NT's one place, and my my thirteen year old son wants to go there desperately. Yeah, would love to go yeah. there. And the big thing is, if if you go up there and you haven't got the confidence to to drag your own boat up, because we, we've spoken about a lot of things that can go wrong, Swiss, yeah. but the tidal movement up there, absolutely, yes. like down here it's two three meters, up there it's twenty thirty feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive tide, massive tide. Everybody so, gets stuck once, yeah, maybe twice. <laughs> Everybody got stuck. So we were yeah. we were at Nightcliff one day. We could see the boat ramp, but the water had drained out that quick. We're on, we're sitting on sand. Oh wow! So you just have to wait another six hours for the bloody tide to come yeah, in. And there's, there's sand that many flies and blood. Yeah, there's, there's that sand many. There's that many guys. Cries, there's that many guys that you see photos of boats just high and dry. Just high and, dry. and and the comment, well, it looks like we've got six hours to wait. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you cold, just got to be. And so if you if you want to go up there and you want to go fishing. And you don't know the water, and you're a little bit inexperienced, and you haven't got the confidence. The best thing to do is jump on a charter. Yeah. So you can do um, around around Darwin. Yep. So I know Darwin Barra and Crab will take you across to West Arm, and um, you flick for Barra there, and you know you'll be on that boat and say, right, guys, we've got to go. I think there's plenty of water. There won't be in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Or or follow someone. Someone who's a local. Go out. Ask. Ask someone. If you're not sure, ask someone. Yeah. Yeah, But if you're really not sure, jump on a charter. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We're we're still not sure. Yeah. Um, we're and, getting there. and what Chris said about the the croc cages too, um, they're there to catch crocs, obviously, and to relocate them. So uh, when you're fishing, you'll see them. So what's that arm where you go off that ramp and around to your? Uh, was that where we fished at? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sandgroves Creek. Sandgroves Creek was right in Darwin. Middle arm. And you you drive past in the middle of the the river. There, there's this croc croc cage. Yeah. Squeeze what's it? Oh, there's crocs around it. Oh, really? You're right in the middle of town. Yeah. Right in the middle of town. We've spoken about it before on the, on the podcast where we're, we're sitting off, um, what's the bay down where Cole lives? 
Uh, where oh, where our fury come out of? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Cullen Bay. Cullen Bay. Cullen Bay. Baby. Yeah. Cullen yeah Bay. Cullen, so, Cullen Bay. That's right. Cullen Bay. Yeah. yeah. So where where the boats come out? Like we'll, we'll just anchor up there, and they've got a, a sandbar where they go out and play sandbar cricket, and you think happy days, and, and, swim, and, they swim um, and we're waiting waiting for the tides to get right so we can take the boat in and and all this. Hey, squeeze, what's that over there? And between, like we were, would have been hundred meters, maybe two hundred yep, meters yep. off Darwin. Okay, 100 metres off this sandbar. sandbar and what, a four-metre croc? Yeah, and we'd just been to the Adelaide River. I didn't see one all for three days. <laughs> four-metre croc. And then here's yeah. one coming straight, straight through town. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah. mate, they, because you can't see them, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean they're, they're not, not there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So you <laughs> just got to respect that. And listen, it's a great insight. As Killer said, you haven't got safety gear on your boat for the days that go yeah, well. exactly right. And that, that's a great quote. And yeah, you hear all these quotes and cliches about different things, but you carry safety gear for a reason. And you can't leave home thinking it's not going to happen to me. You've got to leave home thinking there's a chance that things could go wrong. Yep. Mm, absolutely. And absolutely. make it so as you can get a hold of them at some stage yes. and actually put them on if you need yes. to rather than have yeah. to drill, get uh, red adair and the people in to drill for oil in the back of your yeah, boat to find well, them. That, that, was, <laughs> that was quite funny. Killer's just shaking his head. He said, 10 minutes to get them. 10 minutes. No, no, it's here. Yeah, sure yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yeah. get the bloody latch yeah, open. No, no, it's all right. We're all right. Where's the key? We've got it here. <laughs> and on that overly sensible yeah. note, that is the end of another Murphy's Fishing, the podcast. Thank you, Mervyn Gregory. Cheers, Kev. Thank you, Squizzy. Until the next time, take care. And by the way, we had a winner for the 200 Dollars worth of lures, oh, yes. Ken Betterly. Yeah, from Terrelgan. Good on you, Ken. Yeah, so uh, thanks for that. We just tested the water there and we had uh, quite a few entrants, but um, yeah, Kenny, you, Kenny's Ken. a winner. So thanks Good for listening, you, Kenny. Kenny. And if you take those lures and you go to Darwin and you lose one, just let it go, Ken. Yeah, you got give, us a, give us a ring. You got them for nothing. We'll replace <laughs> it. Give us a ring, we'll replace it for you. <laughs> Till next time, see ya. Good on you. I want to go fishing. Takes my stress away. I wanna go fishing. Try and cast my blues away. I'll